sensitive to the Force remain, scattered across the stars, ignorant of their destiny. Humble scholar Hethen Ramond has preserved a fragment of the heritage of the Jedi. Traveling the galaxy, Ramond stumbled across a number of people still strong in the Force and offered them what wisdom she could. Now Ramond is being pursued by a servant of the dark side of the Force named Malfax. He hopes Ramond will help him uncover the secrets of a lost Jedi temple rich in ancient knowledge of the Force. Pursued by bounty hunters at the hire of Malfax, Roman scrambles to send a signal to several of the Force-sensitive allies she has made over the course of her career. Our view pans down from the vast star-filled space to the surface of a, the planet below, covered in lush jungles, oceans, and large rocky spires. Cut inside a small dwelling. Rooms dark except for the pale glow coming from various consoles and data pads strewn about. There is a rush of movement. As a shadowed figure of a Twi'lek woman rushes about the room sound of muffled blaster fire can be heard coming from outside the walls. After rushing in and out of view, the woman stops in front of a large console. Explosion and more blaster fire can be heard even more clearly. She, she takes a deep breath and presses one of the buttons on the console. Camera wipes to a large empty sand dunes of a desert planet. A wind picks up and blows the sand across the dunes and into a large camp. A group of battle-hardened mercenaries appear to be celebrating a victory. In the middle of a, the raucous festivities, a small group of serious-looking individuals are gathered around a campfire. Each of them holds a hand of Sabak cards. With a large pile of credits in the pot, they eye each other suspiciously, silent serious. All except one, who is laughing and taunting his fellows. A blue Rodian stands up angrily and yells in Rodian, I've had enough of you, pawn. Let's see you smile after I pummel your face. Steve, you could describe your character, please. Sure. So, you see Pawn Adestus. He is, uh, he's got like yellowish skin. He's got long sort of like, I don't want to call them tentacles or tendrils, but basically the, the standard Star Wars fare where he's got some large flowing tentacles for a head. Is there a scientific name for this in the universe? I may never know because I was never schooled 
so I don't know what they are called. However, he is sitting at the table, leaning back in a fairly relaxed manner, and even as this guy threatens him, he can't help but have like a smirk. And the most dominating thing about him, other than the fact that his right arm, all the way down from like the shoulder down to his wrist, is completely robotic. His So it's a completely cybernetic arm um, that holds like the Sabat cars. His left hand is just very casually resting on his hip, which happens to just be holding a lightsaber. So he's not right. grasping it, but he's got his hand just casually like stroking it. And uh, I don't know if you mentioned, but you are a Nautilon, yes? Nautilon, sorry. I did not mention yeah. the race. I described mm-hmm. it. I'm a Nautilon. Yes, and tendrils is, I think, the correct Is term. tendrils the scientific nomenclature? Okay. According to Wikipedia, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> tendrils. So, and then most of my tendrils are adorned with sort of sort of uh, little decorative things. But the, the thing is, like, no matter how serious the situation seems to be around this table, Pawn remains with a smile on his face and just enjoying the chaos. You sit there opposite your fellow mercenary, this Rodian who's yelling at you, smiling and laughing at his increasing frustration and fury, when suddenly your communicator goes off. An urgent message. So you see as, like, while this person is literally standing and threatening me, I'm, like, pulling up a little, like, holographic projection on my communicator to see what the message is. And in a rare moment of, like, seriousness... The face, the smile disappears. All of the jovialness of myself is gone. And despite the fact that I've got tons of money in this pot, I like instantly... And a winning, and a winning hand. And yeah, you can see a winning hand. I like put the cards down and fold and then immediately like grab my stuff and say, until next time, fellas, and then make my exit of the scene. Yeah, you go off to hear the rest of the message in private. Yeah, once for sure, once I saw it's not something I should be watching in in public, I like excuse myself and I, I would find a quiet place, like a way you see like as we leave, we're kind of in the the mercenary camp and it seems to be like there's a celebratory mood in this mercenary camp because we've just completed our last mission and everyone's kind of blowing off steam, but I will find a quiet corner of the camp and then find a way to finish the message. And as Pawn gets up Throws, throwing his winning hand in the center and leaves without a word to his fellows. Camera wipes again, this time to rolling grasslands and a rundown spaceport. Inside a dirty cantina, a droid brings drinks to a table. A purple female, female Togruta takes a drink and turns towards the large human man across from her. Look, that's almost double the cost of the repairs on any other system. The man laughs a gruff laugh. Well, you're not on any other system. You're here, and my prices are final. So you and your friend can either pay or find another mechanic. I was told you're the only mechanic on this backwater. Torgruda turns to her companion. What do you think, Dow? Mike, can you please describe your character, please? Sure. Uh, this is Dao, or Dao. Uh, his nickname is Dao. He's a Zabrak, Zabrak monk. Uh, he's red-skinned. Uh, he's got like little horns all across like top of his head, and uh, you know he's uh, he's just out traveling the universe. <laughs>
Just before you can answer, both of your communicators go off. An alarm for an urgent message. Your companion, Kaviri, motions you towards the back door so you can receive the message in private. And as you go and stand to get the message as she continues her negotiations, the camera wipes again, this time to a dense jungle. Massive trees tower over the lush vegetation, and strange animal sounds echo in the distance. In the distance, the stones of a long, ruined building barely peek out from the canopy. Our focus shifts downwards, towards the maze of twisting roots and vines. A company of stormtroopers are running along a narrow path. They stop at a small intersection of different paths. Carabast! Where did that Keldor run off to? I'm not sure, but the governor issued strict orders. Anyone found trespassing near the library ruins is to be arrested and questioned and processed. If we don't find them, the commander's going to have our heads, understood? Yes, Sergeant. You three, with me. The rest of you, search that way. Figure crouches perched high in the shadows of the trees opposite of the stormtroopers and watches this exchange. Figure quietly climbs down the other side of the tree and runs away from their would-be captors, escaping the clutches of the Empire once again. Nina, if you could describe your character, please. Yes, so my name is Taras. Uh, they're a tall Keldor with skin that looks like the sunset. Uh, so they're wearing tattered floor-length robes with holsters holding most of their gear, while the rest of her gear uh, of their gear are in their pockets. And then wrapped around the lower half of their face and eyes is a really well-fitting mask, and they have a straw hat on that they tuck inside the robe so that they aren't seen by the tracers. Is that a breath? <laughs> you barely have time to catch your breath as your communicator goes off. Fuck. An alarm for an urgent message. Suddenly, camera wipes and we see all three scenes at once. Layered almost like a cake as the message our heroes have received plays out. The hologram before you all is of an elderly green Twi'lek woman in a dark room. You all instantly recognize this as your old friend and mentor, Hethen Ramond. The room is dark, but you can hear the muffled sound of blaster fire somewhere outside. I am contacting you all under the direst of circumstances. I am currently being pursued by bounty hunters sent by one of the fallen. This person wishes to use me to find more of the information you have all helped me with so much over the years. I cannot allow this, but I fear I will be taken soon. I have already breached my outer defenses. I will hold off as long as I can. Trace the signal, then follow my leads. I dare not say more in case this communication is intercepted. I have faith in all of you. May the Force be with you. you see a flash of light in the hologram, and hear a large blast. You see Hethen's figure look back for a moment before her arm lifts up and you see a blaster in her hand. With a determined look, she points the blaster directly in front of you and the message abruptly ends. You are all able to trace the message to the outer rim planet of Batu, either in or near Black Spire Outpost, the planet's largest settlement. 
eventually you make your, your way there, either by shuttle, some of you with your own ship, after paying a little bit higher for repairs than you would have liked. After some questioning, the locals tell you Ramond had been renting an old farm about an hour outside of town. By luck or fate, all of you arrive at the farm at the same time. You look out and see a simple, see a simple building with clear signs of recent battle and each other. Do we know each other? I don't get that impression. No. So, you all, so you see, for us you see a Nautilin coming from one direction and another direction, a Togruta female and a Zabrak male. Upon you say the, say, see the same thing except you see a Keldor coming from one opposite direction as well. Now you see the same. You are with your companion, Kaviri, who is also a Force-sensitive um, who you met on your home planet when Hethen and her visited. And we're the only people like on this spot after following the communicator, right? Uh, as far as you can tell so far, yeah. This is a farm like on, on the outs of the Black Spire, on the outside of the Black Spire Outpost, or what? It's about an hour outside of Black Spire Outpost. It's pretty remote. Mm-hmm. isolated. It used to be a farm. There is no active farming going on currently. The building looks like it may have been abandoned for a few years and then was recently touched up to make habitable. Is it a moisture farm? doesn't look like a moisture farm. This planet doesn't seem to suffer some of the same same problems as large desert planets. This is my first time outside of Black Spire Outpost because I've been to Black Spire Outpost a couple of times and, you know, seen the local fair, but I've not ventured outside the city, so this is all new to me. Yeah, this is a, this is a little bit past all the, the rocky spires. Um, you're getting towards an edge, the edge of a large forest. I pocket my communicator and look at the other two companions going to the same spot. Just yeah, Ivan. three. Oh, three. Uh, hello? What is your name? Salute. Uh, a traveler. Uh, brings you here. Both of you. This beautiful scenery, of course. Hmm. Kaviri looks towards you, Dao. Looks towards the others. I don't get any, any sense of danger from them. Do you, Dao? I do not. I'm with you. We, uh, we, tell we, we come here looking for a friend. What about you? A friend as well? Did you happen to get a message? Kaviri looks towards Dao. It's back and nods. And you, Natalan. I assume we're all here for Heathen? Did she contact you as well? Yeah, the most inopportune time, to be honest. But, um, she's told me about people she's met before. I never met any of them. Hello. Yes, inopportune times. Absolutely. She cost me nearly a thousand credits that I hope to be repaid for. That is a lot of credits. That is a lot of credits. I don't think I've ever had that much money in my life. Well, me neither. If Hethen has helped you like she has helped me and my friend, then I'm sure a thousand credits is a paltry sum to what uh, she has done for us. Of course. That's why I'm here. 
So we must act in haste. Pawn Adestus, by the way, and I just give a little, like, half-bow curtsy thing. Therast Voon. Maybe the uh, four of us should uh, pull together and uh, make this journey together. There's strength in numbers, yeah. Seems like we're all going to the same place for the same reason. Exactly. I'm sure everything's fine. It's probably just an an elaborate prank of some sort, maybe. Hmm. No, I don't think so. She's never, at least for me, I've never seen her to be a pranking sort. Perhaps we are, see if we all get the same message and to build our trust among ourselves. And she turns on her hologram, doesn't play it yet, but just turns on her communicator and you see the hologram of Ramond. I pull out my communicator as well. So does Dow. I'll bring mine out as well. You guys all do. And as you bring it up, it's all of the same beginning image. And as one by one you press play, it's the same message. Yes, she's trusting us with this one. Eat. Now know that we can trust each other, yes? Yes. Well. I trust you. I trust you. Is this where the signal stops for? You weren't able to tra- trace the exact location. Mm-hmm. You got it to Blackspire Outpost or the area. Mm-hmm. And then after questioning the locals, you found out that uh, Ramond had been using this dwelling for whatever purposes she was here for. I wonder if I have anything here. And we're standing outside of it right now. Yeah. Oh, like of her dwelling? We're standing outside of her dwelling? Yeah. 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 Let me go in. On like the farm of the outskirts. Yeah. 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 Let's go investigate. See if we can find her. See what's going on. Maybe do a quick perimeter check and just see if there's any signs of a struggle. Well, you definitely see signs. If you're looking for signs of a struggle, you don't need to make a check for that. Okay. There is obvious signs of carbon scoring from blaster fire. You see the remnants of droids, security droids, it looks like, that have been blasted and blown to smithereens strewn about the farm. The remnants of a small portable shield generator that has also been destroyed. Looks like we came to the right place. <laughs> she was taken. She took quite a few of them with her. Well, you know, heathen. If, when we go inside, can I look for like anything that she might have left behind, investigation-wise? Does she have notes that we can use? Sure. First of all, though, Pawn, why don't you give me a perception check to s- just as you're looking around the area? Okay. Now, I don't know how this works, so can you explain to me? Okay, so you're going to go mm-hmm. to your sheet. Okay. And on your sheet under characteristic, there. Okay. should have something called perception. Here, I'm going to switch over to this screen so I can show it nice and in its all its beauty. So I do. I see perception, which looks like it's tied to the cunning characteristics yes it is okay and uh the symbols on the right there show your dice pool okay because you have two cunning you get two ability dice which are the two green dice because you are trained one of the green becomes a proficiency dice yeah and so that upgrades it to proficiency dice and i see it looks like 
there's like a thing called difficulty dice. Yes. So once you gather your dice pool, you're gonna you're gonna click on that mm-hmm. to start to start gathering your dice pool. Okay. And then this is an easy check. So that means the difficulty is gonna be one difficulty dice. So you add one of the purple difficulty dice. Okay. When I clicked it, it looked like it automatically defaulted to two. So do I downgrade the difficulty to one? Yes. Two is an average. Oh, perfect. All right. So now I have one proficiency dice, one ability dice, and one difficulty dice. Yes. So you've gathered your dice pool now. I've got them in my hand. And you roll. All right. Let's see what we get. You succeeded. Yes, you see four symbols, and those are symbols for success and no failures. So if you got any failures, those would cancel out your successes. And whatever you have more at the end will determine if you succeeded or failed. Got it. Now there are other dice, and once we roll that, once those come out, we'll get into that. But for now, you have succeeded in your perception check looking around the farm. And you notice a figure seeming to be watching the three of you in the tree line about long range from where you are. The distance in this game is more abstract. It's in range bands. You have short distance, medium distance, long distance, and extreme. Okay. And then engage is a subset of short range. Long distance right now, you'd have to shout to be heard. Got it. And it takes a few maneuvers to be able to move from long range into short range. Is there any... Well, based on my success with my four successes, I don't know how this works. Is there any way that I can gauge more than just what the figure... That there is a figure. I don't I don't see any details about the figure at this range, right? No, they... They appear to be wearing some sort of robe and hood that is up. So you can't make out any features at the moment. Got it. So I think for the moment, I'd like to play it cool and try not to let them know that I know and, and continue my sort of perimeter check as I make my way casually back to the group. And as I do, I'm just going to kind of very casually like, Nobody look, but there is somebody watching us from a distance. If I was to gauge that distance into arbitrary ranges of some sort, I'd probably say it was a long distance away. I'm trying to play it as cool and not look in the direction and just let my body language try to mask the fact that I saw them. But I, I don't know if one of you guys instantly is like, huh? And like looks right. But like, <laughs> yeah, don't I'm look over right, there. Right. But that's what I come back and I say like it, Wearing a hood, I mean, that's that's not out of Roman's sort of wheelhouse. It could be her. I'm going to have you roll a cool presence check okay, for this. Okay. What's the difficulty on my cool presence? Uh, this is an easy one as well. All right. Let's see what we got. One success, two advantages? Because I, ha- I did have a proficiency dice in this pool as well. Yes. So you gathered your dice pool once again. One ability dice upgraded to a proficiency dice because of you were trained. And then the difficulty dice. You have one failure, but two successes. So the success and failure cancel each other out. And you have one success remaining with two advantages. 
Now, an advantage usually can be spent to do things like remove strain, which we'll get into later, or, you know, maybe have something advantageous happen to you during a battle, something like that. For now, your next check is going to get a boost die. So you get an extra boost to your next check. Oh, okay. I'll take it. Not entirely sure what a boost is, but we'll find out. Oh, it's a boost die. That makes more sense. Yes, it's a, it's a separate dice that you add then to your dice pool. Awesome. Yeah, I'll I'll post up outside the door just casually, like I'm just you know fiddling with my my lightsaber or something, pretending to fix it, and just stay on watch while you guys do it. Yep, I'll go. I'll go in with you. And let's go. Let's go inside. Kaviri goes in with uh, Deo. So all three of you enter in to the dwelling. It is a chaotic mess inside here as well. There are data pads strewn about everywhere. There is a large console in the center that appears to have been blasted. There are blaster marks within this dwelling as well. Um, you see some shelving remnants of equipment and a hologram tape. You see a large center console, like a data console, that you imagine is kind of, was kind of the main communication. Um, you do see various data pads strewn about. The hologram table I'm describing is for Dejeric or Hollow Chess. It's a game table. Oh. I'll open it. <laughs> okay. You open the game table and it appears to be midway through a game. Of chess, right? Of the Jarek, yes. Otherwise yeah. known as Hollow Chess. Popular game throughout the galaxy for many millennia. You do. We don't have time for playing chess. No, no, no. This is Heathen. She might, you know, you know her. Is there yeah. anything out of place in this game? Yeah. Right Maybe now? she uh, put a message in that game. Ross, you can give me a perception check as well. Difficulty one. Are they on the opening side? <laughs> Difficulty oh, one. Uh, success. Yeah, one success and two advantages. You had two successes, two advantages, and one failure. So the one failure and one success cancel each other out. But you will also be getting an, a boost die for your next ability check with okay. your advantage. And you do notice something odd with this game, as you have actually spent some time playing Hollow Chess with Ramon before, and she is a master player. But you're looking at the position of this board, the moves, and none of the moves seem to make sense from the beginning to where it is currently. Did it look like she was trying to play to lose? <laughs> or is there a way for me to figure out, like, or decipher what this means? Am I familiar with this uh, move that she did? You and Dao, who's watching this, can give me a knowledge check. Knowledge. So you can use any of the knowledge skills um, in this beginner box game. The knowledge oh. skills are all grouped into one. Oh, in see. the main game, there is subcategories, but <laughs> for the beginner box game, it's just one general knowledge check. So both I you and Dao can make a knowledge check Difficulty one. I'd like to use my warfare. Chess is like war, right? Mm -hmm. 
I get I get a threat. That's new. Yeah, I mean something bad's gonna happen to you. What was that boost die? Oh, for my boost die, can I choose when to use it or it would be on it would be on this next check. So it'd be okay. this one. So you can just go ahead and roll one boost die. So that's the boost die you mentioned earlier. When you gain a advantage, you get a boost die to your next roll. If you describe how you're doing something in a certain way, I I might award you a boost die given the circumstances. Inversely, if the environment presents challenges to an otherwise normally easy check, the check difficulty remains the same. The base difficulty. It's just you would then add setback dice because of the environmental factors. The random question that may not affect anything. It looks to me like the boost die is a six-sided dice. Is that correct? Yes. So what are they like half the faces with a boost and half the faces with like a blank? Or how does that work? Because I noticed that boost dice looks blank. There are some blank sides, some successes, and some failures. So it just adds your chances to... I'm looking at it right now. So the black, so the black one has failures. It has threats, and it has blanks. And the blue one has successes, advantage, and blank. Yep. Yep. Exactly. You guys definitely succeeded and got advantage. So you can continue that that chain of getting a boost die for your next check. That's kind of how how we're handling it now until we get further into the game. You notice that the moves. While seemingly random, there seem to be too random. They don't seem to have any strategic benefit for either side. And the only way that this could have been done, especially by Roman by herself, is if she specifically wanted to move that many squares. Was there a keypad somewhere? Like a chest that has like a lock? It is some uh, some type of code in this like maybe each square represents something hey pawn do you know something yeah pawn i can't hear you you're too far you're i see you're still too far my no, friend that's, that's good because what i'm saying is i have an idea me as steve has an idea what's going on i'm but i'm sitting outside as pawn watching and you guys are fumbling around your own so good luck we just called you in come on hey pawn got a question I, I, i'm on watch you guys what I can watch. We'll Looking switch. Looking down the blade of my lightsaber, like I'm fixing it. No, uh, we can switch. I can uh, take watch outside, and then you and and then, yeah, you and Deo can maybe figure this out, and then I explain everything to the pawn. Well, that's a common coded message we use in some of the mercenary circles. Oh, great! Then you can figure this out because I can't. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm in more of a theoretical knowledge space than an actual knowledge space, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, I can give it a shot. Yeah, and then I still keep watching that hooded figure outside. As you guys are having this conversation, actually, you see the figure actually move towards you from tree to tree, trying to stealthily make their way towards you. Okay, now I see what's going on. Okay. While they're failing to hide their movements... You can tell, however, that they don't appear to be armored or carrying any blasters openly. Are they moving fast or slow? They're moving at a good pace towards the buildings. Hey! 
who are you? So now that they, now they're moving closer and they haven't been very stealthy about it, can I get a better look at what they look like? Do they look like, like uh, our contact? I'm blanking on her name for a second. As they've gone into long to medium range, Rick, if you could describe your character, please. Right, yeah, Whoa. yeah. So you see a, a, a tall man, kind of broad-shouldered. Um, he's got short-cropped blonde brown hair. Um, a, a brooding look and a square jaw. His cowl's pulled low over his eyes. Stands about 6'2". He's wearing thick clothing, but over it is a, a long cloak that goes down nearly to the floor and uh, wide cowl is flipped up as he wa- as he's walking towards you the cowl opens a little bit and on one side there it looks like there's a bag almost like a man purse um that hangs over his shoulder and then a lightsaber on his left side you do have a setback dice for your next check because you failed to stealthily make your way up and you're a bit frustrated with yourself as you are called out so I think, actually, if I see you with a lightsaber on your hip, these have got to be pretty rare in our in this universe, I would imagine. Correct? Like, yes. I have one, but and this- to open and to have one is pretty much a good way to get hunted. Yeah. By the Empire. Yeah. So I know I'm cocky enough to just you know openly wield it, but I'm kind of surprised to see somebody else. So this. This probably piques my interest, even even a little more so than the chess unsolved chess puzzle for a second. So I will call out to to you in a friendly sort of way and say, uh, "We can we can see you." He'll stop. Hi. Were you the lot in Blackspire Outpost asking about Heeson? Well, I know I was. Were you too? Sure. Yeah, yeah. What brings you out here? Oh, I know you're catching up. We've we've been through this already. Look, we all got the same message, and I like pop up my little hologram that shows her like on the hologram. You you got a message, right? No. My aunt sent me to Batu to discover her, and I've recently found some rough-looking sort. And he looks you up and down. I've been asking questions. And I come here, and this place is all shot up, and you're skulking around. Wait, you mean... Did you take that weapon off of somebody from in there? And I, I look at your lightsaber. I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa you, you got the wrong idea, right? Yeah, we got here, and the place was already trashed. My aunt was a friend of... You know, chess moves are complicated. It's not warfare. You're <clears throat> confused by things. I get it, Therese. It's okay. I really am. <laughs> Your aunt has relation to her here? Yes. They go back quite a ways. Yeah, if you don't mind us asking, was there and Did your aunt say why? Was it to check up on Heathen? Did she feel that something was going to happen to her? Perhaps she received a transmission? Hmm. No, just some place that I needed to go. Some place that could help me better understand this and he'll gesture to his lightsaber and point to yours yeah and I'll look at mine and I'll look at yours I open my robe and show my holster that has my lightsaber too oh you got a lightsaber too Taras you're just hiding it okay 
Yeah, I mean, I've been chased a couple times. This seems important, so I wouldn't want to be distracted by being chased again. And all three of you remember how Hathen has helped you along with your journey of discovering who you are as Force Sensitives. I was going to ask, like, is... Sorry, I didn't catch Rick's character's name. He hasn't said it. So, uh, friend, what's your name? Uh, my name is Sorendo. Sorendo. Does Sorendo look young? I'm Deo. Nice to meet you. Looks pretty young. Yeah, yeah pretty young. His hands are somewhat dirty, and he's got what looks like grease under his fingernails, as if he works as a mechanic. Um, and he tries to clean him off regularly, but you can never get that grease out of there. Oh, and it just stains his fingers. Dale gets a little excited because we're looking for a good mechanic. If there's one thing that Roman was good at, it was helping others find their way. Probably why your aunt sent you here. Maybe. Did your aunt give you that saber? No. I, I built it myself. Wow, really? I just found this one in a tomb. I built mine too, with heathen's help, though. I didn't build it. It was... I discovered it and fixed it. Oh, you must be very smart. You might be able to figure out the chess puzzle with Pawn here. Yeah, we walked up and this is how we found the place. We didn't. We haven't. We didn't do any of this. We received a transmission from her, a distress signal. She reached out to us and asked us to come. So Dale opens up his transmitter and plays it for for you. Yeah, and you see now the hologram of an elderly Twi'lek woman, Sorendo, and the message plays out again saying that she's being pursued to follow her here and then follow her leads. Well, mine said she was somewhat secretive, so if she's reached out to you, then I think we can have a relaxing trust amongst each other as he pulls his hood back and you see his bright blue eyes and his little brooding look, his cross-clopped hair, and show me that, uh, that game board, sir. Maybe I can take a look at the console and Play back the last few seconds of whatever took place here in the security cams. Good idea. So we'll head inside to check that out. I was thinking, out of character, what if they were coordinates, the moves? <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's a good idea, right? Each oh, yeah. coordinates mm-hmm. or each each move is a number that corresponds to a letter that spells out a bigger message. Yeah. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Some coded message, right? Okay, yeah. but I'll still keep watch outside in case. So you guys enter in. Kaviri still at the board kind of just playing the the game from beginning to end again and seeing the moves I will try to look at the, the moves and see if I can find a number pattern basically is it coordinates or is it possibly related to letters you play out the moves mm-hmm. as you're doing that Sorendo you're going to try to f- uh, fix the console a little bit to see some of the security footage Yep. So you can give me a mechanics check, difficulty one, with one setback dice, as you're still kind of a little bit frustrated from being spotted as you were thought you were being super stealthy. I understand. 
success. You're able to fix the console. And you're able to see some of the footage. And you see the same Twi'lek woman rushing back and forth through the room trying to gather some things. And then you see her go to a data pad. Look at it for a little while and then go immediately to the Dejeric board and play the play out the moves of the hollow chess game. Unfortunately, you did generate a threat as that happened. As you fix the console, it lights up and you see on one far end a blinking light. As some sort of signal is now being transmitted. Good uh pawn, take a look at this. Yeah. I'll re- I'll replay it back and show him the the specific keypad mm-hmm. where she went to and then she watched her do the jerk board. But I think this is a byproduct of my fix and I'll point to the the blinking light. Somebody's going to come here pretty quick. I look at the light and I look at you and I look at the light and I say and in my past experience, blinking lights never lead to anything good, although definitely to fun. Yes, and Pawn, as you were, as uh, Sorendo was fixing the console, you were able to write down the numbers that were of the moves. It is 595, 282, 388, 486. So it's 12 numbers in total, right? Yes. In in the Star Wars universe, our coordinates... How are coordinates usually expressed? You could give me a knowledge check, average difficulty, or a astrogation check, easy difficulty. Okay. They're all the same. So I'm going to go with my education. Is it average difficulty? Yes. So that's a... F- oh, I had a boost, right? I didn't use my boost. Yeah, my boost. use it! I don't know if there's a way to roll just a boost die. Um, I think if they're on the bottom, where the dice, where the d20 is... Oh, right. ...should be able to do a custom. Okay, so that would give me one more success with my boost die. Yes, so it cancels it out, but you do get an advantage... So did my check fail or succeed? I was trying to figure that out because there's... Uh, it would succeed because an advantage counts as a success, I believe. So that that success cancels out the failure. So, no, no, no. You got two threats but three advantages. Got it. Advantages and threats cancel each other out. So you had one advantage but you didn't get any success. I never got a success, but the boost die was my success. Yes, but let me awesome. double check because I believe a advantage counts as a success. Indicate a positive side effect or consequence. I guess not. Or no, the triumph counts as success as well. Triumph, Sorry. That's okay. right. But the boost made the difference here. The boost tipped it from But a the failure. boost give you a success. So these these are coordinates. Awesome. Just like I thought. Mm-hmm. And then since I had an advantage, do I carry a boost to my next check as well? Yes. Awesome. For now. So the, these are the exact numbers that coordinates have they're coordinates of a of a planet usually within the mapping of the galaxy right so i'll i'll just 
casually that light's still blinking and we're just sitting there like thinking inside like i'm, I'm keeping watch outside yeah, definitely coordinates but coordinates for what coordinates to where she was going coordinates to where she was going to be taken coordinates to something entirely unrelated did she just was she taken and then this is her sacrifice to have us continue her mission i mean there's so many unanswered questions well i know for sure that if we stay here we're going to get visited by some people we probably don't want to be visited by. She was probably visited by. So if it's somebody that can help us or if it's her trail, uh, any of you have a ship? Uh, Kaveri speaks up. We have a ship. In the meantime, just, uh, well, we can just solve this blinking light problem. I just want to reach in and just yank all the wires out of the ca- the console. Easy enough to do. It's already kind of a mess. So perfect. The blinking light stops. Problem solved. But if you have a ship, I have coordinates. I mean, I don't know how to make much sense of the coordinates. Maybe you can do something with these numbers. Do you guys walk around with, like, maps in your head that allow you to just instantly know where coordinate maps to? Or do we need a computer? Surrendo, give me a perception check. Difficulty one. Success. So you succeeded, but you also got a threat. As you're thinking back, you remember the video footage of her looking at this specific data pad before going to the console. But as you're thinking about that, you're standing near the main console that Pawn has ripped out some things. And suddenly you hear as part of it explodes. You suffer one wound. Oh. Maybe next time give me a little bit of a heads up oh it's it's odd I'm usually so good with technology too and I like flex my like robotic arm sorry I mean uh, just one second I'll, I'll like get like a like a little like not an oily rag but it's definitely like a very used sort of like handkerchief kind of thing and I'll try to like wipe a bit of the <laughs> the like stuff like the cut on your face or something no it's okay well, no, I, I got it. I'll spit on it and like try to get it. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to the. Uh, I think we should take a look at this keypad that she was on. This, that was on the uh, security footage. Right. Well, yeah. We, if we can find the key, if I didn't blow it up, yeah. Well, it's over here. We found coordinates. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and grab the. I mean, I'll 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 leave the technology to the experts. As Dao re-enters the room after doing a perimeter check, he asks you all what's going on. So we found Dejeric moves map to a coordinates, and we have coordinates, but we need to get a ship to get off planet, but we're, there's still more clues here. So, and, and something happened, that console over there just exploded for no reason. Mm-hmm. Well, just, just, just so you guys know, um, me and my friend here, we have a ship, or she has a ship. It's her ship. That, that's what she said. We're good to go. So, Dale, while, while the book nerds figure that out, how what is your relation with this woman? I mean, I know you have the message, but she she wasn't a friend of, of her, our friend, was she? Yeah, she did. So you both are friends with her? Yep. Oh. Interesting. Got it. So I stowed, a, I stowed away on their ship, and uh, I wanted to travel the galaxy. 
and we've become friends. You're stowing away on her ship. Theo here has proven uh, quite useful. I usually work as a guide through the more wild spaces, especially in the Outer Rims. That's how I met Hethen originally. Uh, I have I have a knack for finding my way through dangerous and different environments. Are you more of a mentor figure, or was Hethen your mentor as well? The same she was to us. Uh, she was my employer first, but she became my mentor eventually, I believe, like all of you. She showed me that my knack wasn't just all luck, apparently. That uh, it's an ability through my connection with the Force. Talking about that Force thing. Yeah, she's quite the uh, adamant proponent of the Force. Little little kooky in the head. Yeah, I mean, she's a great person. Uh, what'd you find on the console, guys? I'll radio in with my comm link while I'm doing my perimeter check and just say, I just remembered I am good at computers. <laughs> <laughs> Over. And then I'll continue with my perimeter check. I was looking at my character sheet. <laughs> okay. You go to this specific data pad... You, you see the most recent entries were for Outer Rim Planets. Can I punch in those coordinates? Sure. You punch in those coordinates and a planet comes up. One of the Outer Rim territories. A planet called Spintier. Spintier. Uh, looked like that. Uh, those numbers lead to here. And I point it to the, the pilot and Dao, Dao and Pawn. And... Uh, the last entry open in Spintier was for Mount Telek. Oh, sounds like we got a lead. We still don't know what we're heading into. Does she want is right? Like she wanted us to go here, but it looks like something bad happened here, obviously. Have we figured out what happened here yet? Sorendo, you said people besides us were asking around about her. What did you learn about that? Somebody else besides us was no, interested. I was Referring to the lot of you. Oh. Well, you said shady-looking characters, so I immediately assumed it wouldn't have been us, but I guess from an outside yeah, perspective... We, we don't look shady. I guess maybe to him we look shady. I mean, Deo, you walk around in a Stormtrooper mask. Pretty shady. <laughs> but it's a red... Definitely red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't want to judge right off the bat, but immediately you put me on my on your back foot. On my back foot. Clearly, we need to follow this coordinates yeah, she, to this Mount Telic. Like she doesn't, she's not asking for a rescue. She's asking for us to follow her leads. But isn't that so like her to think that she can handle things? I mean, and who is this Fallen? That's a cool name. Maybe I should consider a nickname. But yes, Fallen. No? I'm still outside. <laughs> <laughs> Terrest, do you know who the Fallen is? Uh, I can try and remember. Can I do a <laughs> lore check? Give me a lore check, yes. I have no idea if you're good at this. I just radioed you. Average difficulty, one. Okay, average difficulty, one. Four threats? Four threats? Damn! The, is like, the darkness is like there with you. The Fallen, sorry. The Fallen is like hiding behind a tree watching you. Lord. So you'll get 
two setback dice to your next check. But you do remember that Hethen used to talk a lot about the dangers of the dark side of the Force. And how if you as a Force-sensitive were not careful, you could fall to the dark side and be consumed by it. And this is where the Fallen usually... Is this their mantra, their mission and vision? She hadn't talked so much about the Fallen being like a group. Mm-hmm. So much oh. as an indiv- someone who is Force-sensitive can fall to the dark side. Yeah, okay, gotcha. All your work with her, all of you, has been going around and searching for ancient um, depositories of knowledge of the Force from the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Her saying that they're seeking information that you have all helped her with over the years, you can infer that this person wants her, wants to use her to get information probably from the ruins of a Jedi outpost, library, temple, something. It's about the people that might have fallen to the dark side or force sensitive people that are in, um, threatened to fall to the dark side. I figured out anything about the chess games. What's the name of it? Uh, coordinates on an outer rim planet. Some sort of mountain temple, perhaps. Don't know how to get there. We got a ship. Oh, amazing. Over. You don't need to make the sound. <laughs> it's amazing, though. It's so fun. We know it's the calm link. With that blinking light buzzer going off, that might be a transmission to let somebody bad know we've tripped something here. So is there anything we want to do, grab, anything before we should try to get out of here? I mean, I took care of it. You can see the the console's exploded over there. Yeah, you see the smoking remnants of the the console. All right. I I, I thought I heard something when I was walking the perimeter. I heard a big bang, but I didn't notice what you did. But just in case, maybe we should... Unless you guys think there's more clues. Yeah, is there any other... I, I think the coordinates are probably the best clue we have. So is there anything else we want to look for? Any extra gear that we might want to take? Yeah, is there any weapons or anything? Because, like, I don't have any weapons. Maybe some stim packs if she has any extras. You guys can all make a perception check average difficulty. Don't forget to add your boost or setback dice. No, I'm going to use it here now. You have one boost and two setbacks. Is that right? Trust. I, I, I used my boost already. Well, we all are terrible. That's three failures. Yeah, well, I failed. I got two advantages, but I definitely failed. Uh, whoever had an advantage left over can take a boost dice for the next check. I had two advantages. I have one. Terrest, you do find two stim packs under the rubble. You do also see a large blood stain, and wondering whether that's Hethens or not causes you some distress. You're going to suffer one strain. Okay. Is strain like equivalent to like some sort of mental damage? Yeah. Yes, pretty much. So you have two thresholds on your character sheet: wounds and strain. So wounds represent physical damage, and strain represents, like you said, kind of mental distress. Whenever you exceed the threshold of either of those, you fall unconscious. Okay, good to know. But you do find two extra stim packs. 
So what is a stim pack? It's like a uh, health potion. Yeah, it's pretty much a quick healing device to give battlefield medicine. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Okay. And that's for wounds, like physical damage? Yes, to take away wounds. So. Mm-hmm. To heal four wounds. Oh, wow. That's, that's huge. That's not bad. I like to imagine with my failure, I just find like... All I find are like super intense religious Jedi Order texts that are probably very valuable, like books about the Force and learning it. And I'm just like literally checking them over my shoulder looking for something valuable and just... Yeah, if we got a ship, we got coordinates. We need to uh, We need yep. to get to our ship. We have potential incoming threat. I think we... <laughs> skedaddle. Let's do it. So you guys make your way back to Blackspire Outpost. Making your way to the spaceport there. When you see on the street a company of stormtroopers exiting a secured building. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we have we have reports uh, of a signal being sent out from that uh, that attacked farm out there. Roger, uh, copy that. Uh, we're beginning our investigation shortly. Look out for any suspicious individuals. Roger. Over. Why are you making the sound? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I need all of you to make stealth checks. Average difficulty. Okay. Average difficulty. And I get a boost die. Coming off my last one, I... Oh, I don't have any advantages. Okay. Uh, I have a difficulty boost. Dale failed again. Oh, I didn't put my boost die, oh, so. Even with my boost die. Because I, I think I have a threat. Yeah. You can just All I have are advantages. That's okay. Something good might happen. This advantage cancel out this threat. Ooh, that's like a success. Cancel out success. This so, Dow and Sorendo, you guys are able to. Kind of make your way, slip into an alley just around the corner as these stormtroopers are kind of looking around to see anyone out of place, not from Black Spire Outpost that they would know. And you guys successfully hide. Question, because if I want, I'm trying to check my knowledge of the rules real quick. So Deo had one failure, right? Because he had two failures and one success. And and an advantage. So if he added the success from the boost die, that should just take it to neutral, which is still a failure, right? Yes. So, so Sorendo is the only one who succeeded. Sorendo, you're able to slip, slip this time successfully, sneaking away as the stormtroopers look at your group. However, the rest of you are caught out in the open. You there. Hey, hold up. Where are your chain codes? You need to be identified. And as they are making their way towards you all, your advantages kick in. As suddenly, an explosion erupts in the middle of the square. Blaster fire echoes and starts hitting some of the stormtroopers. They, They form up into a defensive formation, gaining cover, and look around, and you see a ragtag group of individuals in various garb attacking the stormtroopers from the other side 
of the square. It's the rebels. They're here. Form up. Take yeah. defensive maneuvers. And in the confusion of the battle, you guys are able to slip away and make your way to Kaveri's ship, which is a G9 rigger light freighter. You all make your way aboard the ship and take off away from the from the outpost. Man, I meant to get some Ronto ribs. Kaviri enters the coordinates that you all give her, makes the calculation for hyperspace, and suddenly, zoom, you all jump and are making your way towards Spintier. In the time it takes you all to get there, you guys can all you recover any strain or wounds you might have. All setback and boost dice are cleared. We're going to start anew. As you all make your way down towards the planet's surface, comlink on the ship goes off. Unidentified starship, this is Regis Central Control. Please identify yourself. Uh, Kaviri uh, takes, hits a button and says, uh, this is Freighter 1459. Uh, I am here to guide some of my clients in some of the wilderness of Spintia. Uh, over. Roger, Freighter. Uh, please be advised that the planet is currently under quarantine. Uh, please make your way to Regis Central Port to register and be quarantined. She looks towards you all. <sighs> Can't waste all that time. Who knows how long it'll be. The Empire is not exactly the most adept at dealing with these kind of outbreaks. Maybe uh, just drop us off and head back there yourself? Or do you need to come with us? <sighs> I, f- I fear if we don't uh, check in, they'll just send send fighters out to search for us along with troops. I think you'll you'll have the best option, Sorendo. I can I can do a flyby at the base of Mount Telic. You might have to jump, but uh, I'm sure you'll all be fine. Uh, Roger, uh, Regis Central. Um, I'll uh, making my approach now. Uh, I'm supposed to meet my clients here. Maybe they are in the under quarantine. Um, sending you my chain link now. Chain code now. Alright. When I say go, you all be ready to jump. Normally I would just pay some credits and pay somebody off at this point, but uh, I'm a little short on credits. I left them all back at my mercenary camp, all thousand of them, so I guess this should work. It could work, but uh, I don't know if we can risk taking that much time going all the way to Regis. Right, 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 right. So... I'd drop you off at the top, but uh, the winds, the scanners are picking up high winds. I don't think uh, it'd be safe for me or you. This is going to be fun, guys. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make a check for her. Uh Uh-oh. You got this. I mean, like... Luckily, she succeeds with her piloting check. Three advantages, man. She is. While she can't drop you guys off at the top... She does get pretty close to the side of the mountain. 
And you guys don't even have to jump, really. It's more of like a hop-off. While it is at a little bit faster speed, you'll probably have to tuck and roll. But she does also find a place with an, on her scanners with enough snow where it'll cushion your landing, but not enough where you guys will fall into the snowdrift and be lost. Suddenly, she opens the, the cargo doors and yells back, Now! Cannonball! Like, running right away and just leaping off. And because of her advantages, you guys all do not even need to make athletics checks to be able to make this jump. She was able to get to such a good position and speed that you guys are able to easily do this. Han would easily do this in any circumstance, but that's okay. As you all make your way up this mountain, you all suffer two strain representing the stress and exhaustion from the strong winds and blowing snow of Mount Telek. So I need you all to mark two strain on your sheets, please. I'm so used to just subtracting the numbers. So from <laughs> yeah. 12, I put 10, and I'm like, wait, no, that's wrong. <laughs> no, that's going to reduce your threshold. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You all stand at the bottom of a steep stone rise clad in snow and ice. It's not especially tall, You'll need to brave the elements and exert yourself to reach the top. The path continues upward in a tight switchback exposed to the howling winds. To your left, several tall evergreen trees brush against the cliff face, where smaller trees cling to cracks in the rock. More direct route would be to scramble straight up the rocks and ice to the valley above. In any event, you have to go up to reach the summit, possibly Roman. Is it cold? It is. That's 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 the strain you guys are suffering oh. from the the wind and cold. Can I use the trees and the roots and climb up? No, no root like the direct route. Give me a coordination check. Difficulty one, easy, to see if you can coordinate your movements to swing from branch to branch and leap. You get a two branches, three branches, but on the fourth branch, the branch breaks, and you slip and you fall. And you will suffer a setback dice to your next check. You you eventually do have to just take the switchback up. Did that give us more strain? Come on, guys. Let's just go up the switchback and just... Uh... So each of you will have to make an individual check at this point. Oh, okay. Of what you're doing to get up to the top. Sorando tried to swing through the trees and failed... And in his frustration. Yeah, Dale's just going to start walking up the, the trail. Okay. Give me a resilience check. Difficulty one. Yeah. Success and two advantages. So at this point, you can go ahead and use advantages to remove st- a strain. Mm. Uh, one strain per advantage or just... Yes, one strain per advantage. Uh, Richard, you said there was like an ice wall that was just up the side. Can pond? Yeah, you can try just to just scale, scale the, the cliffs directly. Yeah, yep. just right up. I'm just going to scale. Like, what's with all the fanciness? Let's just climb up the wall. Give me an athletics check. Difficulty easy. Easy. All right. Hey. Look at that double proficiency dice. So you can also use your advantages to remove any strain you have. Okay. So I took two strain and I got two advantages on the roll. So I will use those two mm-hmm. advantages to cancel out my two strain and get up the cliff. Yep. The, with the zero strain. Yep. 
I'd like to look for the trail most traveled and then follow that trail up. Give me a survival check. Difficulty easy. Survival. <laughs> Got none of that. Ah, two successes. You succeed in finding a kind of more hidden, smaller path, but it seems to be shielded with trees and some rocky outcroppings from the majority of the wind and icy blasts. So you can also use your advantages to remove any strain you have. Is it one advantage die per strain? Yes. I will use two to get rid of my two strain. And your your leftover advantage, you are able to tell Sorendo this before he makes his way too far up the the path and you were able to follow Tarast up the easier path but you still have your setback dice for later in your frustration you feel a little bit embarrassed that you failed this kind of show of athleticism and bravado in front of your new friends eventually you all make your way towards the top some more direct than others yeah, some more direct than others. Pawn, you're waiting there at the top as uh, I'm pretending to file my robotic fingernails. As uh, Tarast and Sorendo make their way, and the last coming up is Deo, who is just kind of hunkered down, shouldered through, and just went right up the switchback. Having reached the top of the steep climb, you pause a moment to take in the view. You are now quite high up the slopes of the mountain, and spread out before you is a tapestry of icy peaks, snow-clad forests, and rolling hills. Above you is the forbidding summit of Mount Telek, reachable only by passing through a densely wooded valley. You figure it's at least another hour of hard going before you reach the temple, where this fallen might be, and hopefully your mentor. Before you can resume your hike, a flickering ghostly figure appears before you, He appears to be an older, serene male, wearing simple robes, but comprised entirely of silvery blue light. Hello, says the figure. I am the gatekeeper. I'll remark to the crew, kind of like, wow, technology is really good on this planet, huh? Like holograms, and when they make the walkie-talkie talking back and forth to the ship, they don't even make the sounds. It's pretty, pretty high tech. I know. Yeah. It's very advanced, but it felt really wrong to not hear the sound. <laughs> I turned to the ghost. <laughs> yeah, you don't even uh, know they're done talking. Like, how do you know? Exactly. Right. They don't say over copy. Gatekeeper, you say, we're here to look for a friend. Ah, welcome to my valley. You all handled the climb quite well. You may be useful. And what do you mean by friend? Mentor, mostly. She found something here, or she led us here. We're just following her footsteps. Your mentor. You said it's a female, not a male. As he gives a hard look at all of you. Yes. Twi'lek woman. That's the one. Romand. Yes, she's being held in the tem- in my temple. That's great. We found her. Why is she being held there? Did she do anything wrong? 
she's being held captive by a dark user of the Force. Goes by the name Malifax. Malifax. I believe they programmed Joyce to believe in the Force now. Is Malifax alone, or is he with, or does he have company with him? He has his minions out and about. I wish this villain removed from my temple before his corruption becomes permanent in this sacred valley. Question is whether you all are worthy enough and capable enough for that job. We'd like to believe so. Roman wouldn't have sent us here if she didn't have faith. I do not know this Roman personally, so her vouching for you does neither good nor bad in my regards. I mean, you got the best blade in the galaxy here, Pawn Adestus at your service. <laughs> you're raising your hand, but I don't see you because you're behind me, right? So I'm just looking like the best blade <laughs> in the galaxy here, right? Uh, you know, you have a problem. We have a solution. Let's come to an amicable arrangement. Do they really allow droids to own property on this planet? That's pretty progressive of them. Uh, <laughs> I am no droid, young one. Oh, I don't know the technical term, but, you know, AI, is that oh. what they call you? I am the gatekeeper. I am the remnants and intelligence of a Jedi Master of this temple. I am its guardian. With all due respect, gatekeeper, but how was Malfax able to get through you? It has been quite some time since my temple was at its full capabilities, and I fear that not all of our defenses are functioning at the moment. And he is strong on the dark side of the Force. So this is going to be a contested roll between you and the gatekeeper bond. Oh, oh, okay. What are we contesting? Battle of Wits. Let's make this a charm roll. Okay. Against the gatekeeper's cool. Okay, so in this case, does that mean I take away all the difficulty dice and just roll my ability dice? No. So how this is going to work is... So gather your charm roll. Okay. And it's going to be against his cool. So he has two dice, two ability dice and cool with one trained. So it's going to be two difficulty dice upgraded and upgrade one of the difficulty dice. In this case, I'm turning one of my difficulty dice into a challenge dice. Challenge dice, yes. I have So I have two... I gather my dice pool, right? It's two ability dice and two difficulty dice. And then I take one of the difficulty dice and upgrade it to a challenge upgrade dice. Upgrade it to a challenge dice, yes. And that is considered a contested roll? Yes, that's con- considered a contested check. So it's you take the contested person's ability, and that becomes the difficulty. Let's say there's three ability dice, and he's trained in two... That's three difficulty dice, two upgraded, two challenge dice. Got it. Got it. That's and you know what? You can make this a coercion check as you are trying to not so much coerce him, but you aren't trying to charm okay. him either. You're trying to you're trying to display your 
battle prowess without actually doing any battle. I'll buy that. All right, coercion check with one difficulty dice and one challenge dice. All right, here goes nothing. I got a really bad feeling about this. No, I don't. Well, I don't know. I got three threats on the dice, but I did <laughs> succeed. Looks so ominous. It's two successes it's and three threats. So you succeed. You very well may be able to handle that blade, young one. And maybe even with some proficiency. Maybe we'll be able to test out that theory sooner than you think. Been tested plenty already, but sure. I understand. I look back and I just give a little thumbs up to everyone. The rest of you? We're uh we're with we're with Pawn. Has anyone ever taught you guys about branding? Come on, what's your brand? Sell yourself. What makes you what makes you worthy of my trust and aid? Uh, I can either help or hinder you in this valley. Your actions and words will dictate which one I do. So, Hal, uh, uh, Sal Sorendo will... Hal Rendo? Hal Rendo. Hal? Should have changed it to that. I was going to call him Hal earlier, too. And uh, he'll say, uh, please, Master, we were sent to... Uh, sent here. I was sent specifically to learn more about my force sensitivity from Heathen as many of these people were and you being a master I imagine once we clear out your temple from this Malifax perhaps we can take the time to learn any of the great knowledge that you might have might be able to impart upon us okay. this is going to be a contested charm roll okay gather your pool first so you yep. click on charm Got it. This is going to be against his cool. So it's going to mm -hmm. be average two difficulty, upgrade one to a challenge dice. The, there should be two difficulty already, right? You're yes. going to then upgrade that. So it becomes one challenge, one difficulty? Yeah, one challenge, one difficulty. Got it. And then you're going to add your setback dice from before, from failing to get up the cliff. But you're also going to add a boost die for appealing to the gatekeeper's respect and of the Jedi Order and ways of the Force. One ass-kissing boost I Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. yeah. So you've got your charm, your difficulty, and yep. your boost and setback. Yep. You got this. You got this surrender. Yep. I don't believe in the Force, but the Force believes in you. Three successes. Three successes threat. and one threat. Uh, you're going to add a strain, actually. And then same thing with pawn. I get three strain? You're going to add three strain. Ooh. Well, advantage can be used to take away strain. Threat can be used to add strain. Gotcha. Got it. Gotcha. And you two. What are you here for other than rescuing your friend? What do you... What are your aspirations? My aspirations, gatekeeper, is my elders back in my monastery said I had some destiny. They didn't tell me what it was, but I'm out seeking what that destiny is. And uh, and Ramon, Ramon is, uh, I think, has some answers for me. So I'm here to help her, save her, and if I can't find what my destiny is. Give me... You're just going to automatically let me in now? 
trying to probably be another charm check. Okay. Yeah, just a charm. Okay. Versus uh, his difficulty. No, you're gonna upgrade. You're gonna upgrade one to a challenge dice. The same. So take away one difficulty difficulty? and add one challenge. Damn it. The fell, but I got two advantages. No threats. So what you're telling me, young one, is that you've ran from your elders and their wisdom and ran from your destiny if you were here. That is not how I look at it. They would uh, would not let me learn, would not tell me. So I am seeking it out on my own. Knowledge without wisdom, without earning the dangerous thing. I cannot argue with you, which is why I am trying to find my mentor. He is my knowledge and my wisdom. I cannot rely on her forever, young one. You must find knowledge and wisdom within yourself and the peace within yourself to accept your role in the universe. Understood. Appreciate your words. But unfortunately, you do not succeed. <laughs> but you can use any advantages to... Uh, some of the advantages was him giving you advice, right? Yeah. Yep. He didn't just dress you down completely, but he's not quite convinced of this is where you should be, really. Fair enough. And you... Uh, gatekeeper, the last time I saw the woman being held in your temple, you were saying goodbye. I thought then that it would keep her safe. But if I knew then what I know now, I would have stayed with her, explored and learned the mysteries of the Jedi and the Force with her. Because maybe back, maybe if then, we wouldn't be in this scenario I'm trying to appease to you but I'm not particularly sure how to but I know that I want her to be safe deciding one's course of action is difficult the future is always in motion always in motion the future is as one of my old masters used to say however knowledge of what you do and you think is right is what is important. I needed to make a contested knowledge check against him. Just don't want to make me think. No. Which knowledge? I was thinking earlier I was going to do like a deception. If you want to try to just deceive him, what are you what is your deception? No, I was going to I was going to tell him like she's my wife, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me save my wife. Um yeah, I'll do a lord check. Yeah, I mean it's all the same. Your knowledge should all be the same rank. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? So one challenge die. No, so his knowledge is actually he has three ability dice and one rank in proficiency. Okay. So you're going to have three, diffi- three difficulty. Mm-hmm. You're going to upgrade one to a challenge, but you are going to get a boost dice. Your argument contained, revealed your compassion and your care for your friend and that you are willing to do what you thought was right to protect her. Okay, so it would be one profic- one proficiency, two ability, one challenge, one boost. Say that again? 
<laughs> That's all the dice. Because, <laughs> okay, before I added everything, I had one proficiency die and then like two abilities. But since um, he has like three ability dices. Leave your difficulty at two and then add a challenge dice because he actually has three and you're so you're gotcha. upgrading one and then you're adding a boost dice okay gotcha that sounds like your skills are mirrored to each other oh look at that oh wow that is a success Ooh, four successes and three four threats. You rolled great. Three threats. So you three you succeed threats. in convincing the gatekeeper of your intentions, but the mental anguish of doubting your actions of was leaving was leaving Ramon the right choice. And if you were with her at the time, would you have been able to prevent this from happening in the first place? Causes mm-hmm. you strain. So you take three strain. Three strain just from that thing. Yep. But you succeeded, but that's mm-hmm. one thing about this game, huh? Like, you can succeed, but yet still have consequences mm-hmm. to it. You can, you can, yeah, and you can fail forward as well. That's okay, that's okay. It makes sense. We did mm-hmm. leave each other for her you safety. All, you all seem earnest and true in your tensions here. I will aid you while you're in my valley. Hopefully you can aid me. But I must warn you. A group of hunters now approaches your position. Their minds clouded by the dark side of the force. Even if you evade them now, they will continue to hunt you and they will find you. This is their valley. They know it better than anyone. Except perhaps me. I will lead them into a ruin not far from the lake. You can conceal yourselves and strike from an ambush. I would take it as a kindness... If you would try to leave at least some of them alive, for they are not in their right minds. Go quickly now. You only have but moments. And the gatekeeper is gone. You all press through the snowy trees and across a bridge until you come to the ruin mentioned, hiding yourselves seconds before the first of the fur-clad hunters enter the ruins. He holds an old-style slug-thrower rifle. His face is dabbed with blood. Soon, the entire group of hunters is in the center of the rim. And it's almost time to strike. Usually, this is where we would have you roll initiative. And that is usually done by either vigilance or cool. Mm -hmm. If you're not expecting a fight, you would use your vigilance. If you are expecting a fight, you would use your cool. You would count the successes and failures, right? And whoever has more successes goes higher in the order. And the way initiative works in this game, NPC slots and PC slots. So you guys, the roll-off determines what slot goes where, but any PC can go in any PC slot. And every round, you guys can change the order you guys go in. Okay. So you're saying, let's say PCs rolled higher than the, what would you say the other ones are? NPCs? NPCs or or whatever whatever monsters. As a group, we go first. They go second. Is that how it works? No, it would still be individual. There'd be four slots, four PC slots. Yeah, but they're all on the top, though. Yeah, if an NPC NPC rolls higher than you, Deo, 
but okay. lower than Steve. There's a PC slot, Pond. NPC slot, oh, okay. PC so slot. Okay, so it's still okay. Yeah, so it's math. not okay. So it's not just yeah. all, gotcha. Pond Steve. Yeah, gotcha. But in this case, there is already a predetermined initiative order based on your results with the gatekeeper. Oh, okay. You have successfully convinced the gatekeeper to aid you all, so you guys will be able to ambush these hunters as they enter the ruins. So we're going to have three PC slots, then the NPCs, and then another PC slot. So you guys can determine how that's going, and we're going to enter battle. All right. Seeing as Deo felled the gatekeeper, I think I would go last. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm throwing it out. I'm just throwing it out. I'll go last. I think that's fair based on that. And then you guys can position yourselves anywhere on this map. On our way here, can could we have pulled out like our sabers? Yes. So, does everybody have a saber but me? Yeah, <laughs> seems like it. <laughs> I gotta find one. You do have a walking stick, I believe. I do. I need Sorando to find one and fix it for me. So you guys can position yourselves anywhere within the these ruins itself is short distance Mm -hmm. to get from the edge from edge to edge is medium distance Mm -hmm. no sorry from edge to edge is long and then from the outside to the to the ruins is medium okay anywhere in here is short distance moving anywhere from in here short distance from which way are they coming from? They're coming from this way. They're going west to east. Yeah, and then outside the ruins, the inside is medium range, right? And then from edge to edge is long range. And that would make a difference for like long range weapons and stuff like that. It's- yeah. Okay. So most blasters like are medium range weapons, unless you have like a snipe, like a specific rifle, or you know. And the only thing after long range is extreme range, which means only like a like highly equipped sniper rifle can really reach extreme range, you know? Okay. I mean, I don't know. I used to bullseye whop rats at that range back home. Yeah. <laughs> In your T4. That's a speeder, yeah. though. So <laughs> I could shoot it from the speeder and still bullseye whop rats. Mm-hmm. How many at a time? How many hands do you have? Uh, two, but, you know, a lot of tentacles. Okay. Tendrils. I forget what this Wikipedia term was. So, yeah, I like to be, like, in... I imagine these these rock formations that my token is on right now is sort of a little bit higher and elevated from the battlefield, right? So I like to imagine I'm... Yeah. Skulking above them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. ambush waiting to leap down. In battle... Can I do that, too? You all have... Yeah, you can position yourselves where you want. You guys got the aid of the gatekeeper. You were able to ambush these hunters. And if anybody wants to go last and not me, then let me know. Otherwise, we'll leave it as is. So how combat works is you each get a maneuver and an action, right? A maneuver is moving from one range to another, moving from a short distance to engaged, pulling out a weapon, taking cover... Aiming, those are all maneuvers. Attacking, using an item, those are actions. 
you only ever get one action per turn. Okay. If you want to take a second maneuver during your turn, you can take two strain to do so. So if you take an extra maneuver, it's two strain. Yes. Okay. Because you guys got the ambush on them, you have your lightsabers out already. Can I change mine to my blaster pistol? Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want to get ready, you can have ready. Okay, thank you. Our lightsaber's not so like loud with humming that we, we can we can hide and have our lightsabers out. Like, I mean, we're trying to be stealthy, right? But then we got like, I, I wouldn't say they're activated yet, but okay. they're out. They're you out. have them in your hand. Is it an, a maneuver to turn them on? I'm gonna say this time, yes. Okay. Or it's a, yeah, I'm gonna say it's a maneuver to turn them on. Maneuver to turn them on. Perfect. Yeah. I might be wrong, but for now, for this instance, that's yeah. what we're gonna go with. We're rolling with it. Lightsabers are typically turned on during the draw maneuver or attack combat action and turned on during the holster maneuver. Got it. So as you're attacking, you can turn them on. That's a cool thing with the lightsaber. That is cool. But but you you were able to get ready and maneuver and get them out already before combat started. So you don't have to spend a maneuver to unholster them. Perfect. Who's going first? Mm -hmm. So let's let Tarras go first. To rest, like you know, you got the blast yeah. already. So yes, sir. Aim so I will aim at this hunter, and then I would shoot my blaster pistol. Um, medium range. Mm-hmm. You're at medium range, yes. So you're at the edge of the. I'll say you're at medium range because you're out technically outside the ruins, shooting in. Yes. Like I said, this is all relative. So you guys are outside the ruins right now. Mm-hmm. So you're in medium range band right now. So it would be a average of two difficulty dice. Okay, gotcha. Two difficulty, so that would be... Boom! Pew pew! One success. So, one success. So I'll let you know, you can use an, a maneuver next time to aim, which gives you a boost dice. Oh, I did. I said I'm going oh. to aim. But I should have said, like, I maneuvered to aim. But I said I'm going to aim. <laughs> I missed that. So you can roll a just roll a separate boost dice. Okay. D20 boost. Woo! A success nice. and an advantage. You definitely succeeded. So what is your damage on that? Um, I needed a... So, inflict a critical injury on a hit for three advantages. So, I have three... You have three advantages, so you can inflict a critical critical injury. It says damage zero plus one equals one. Does that mean it's one damage? But I deal six damage on a hit plus one per success. Yeah, I don't know why it's saying zero, so... Okay, okay. Yeah. So, six damage on a hit. I don't know if... How do I know if it's a hit? It succeeded. success? Yeah. Okay. So, six because of one... Oh... So 12 actually, because of two successes? So six, no, no, no. So six plus two. Each success over counts as one, right? So any mm-hmm. successes remaining. So six plus two would be eight. Eight damage. And it's a critical, and, an, and I inflicted a critical injury. These hunters have soak four. Whoa. Which soak means that your soak reduces the damage taken by the number. Mm-hmm. So he would usually take a remaining of four wounds, right, from that damage. But yeah. because 
the critical you had a critical hit. You you shoot him right between the eyes, and he falls down dead. My aim's good, unlike the others with the masks on. Uh, that's it for my turn. All right, second PC. Surrender, you want me to go? You want to go? You, you, you can go. You, you, you. So, Pawn, not to be outdone, joins the fray, leaps off the top of the rocks. As my maneuver, I would like to maneuver. Well, I guess I don't know how it works, right? Can I maneuver as my maneuver action down into like close range or encounter range or whatever you call it? You can move from medium range to short range. It would take another maneuver to then engage into melee. Got it. So, right now we're at medium range because we're outside the ruins. Mm-hmm. So I will leap down. I will I will use my maneuver to move to short range. Okay, so you can move into the ruins. Yeah, so I, I leap down from the ruins into short range as my maneuver. And then I would like to take a second maneuver and take two strain to move into yep. like engage range. That's yep, cool. so you will take two strain and you move into engage with one of the hunters. Okay. As the blaster fire goes off, you immediately see pawn leap down with agile with um, agility land and rush forward towards one of the hunters and then with my action i'd like to activate the saber and like cut through all right uh this will be a melee attack so this is an average difficulty attack so because i'm using my light say is it a melee attack or is it a lightsaber attack i'm using a lightsaber it's a lightsaber attack lightsaber attack okay so with two difficulty. Just two difficulty, no upgrades or anything? No upgrades. So three successes, one threat. Ooh, a triumph. And a triumph. Ooh. Ooh. That's you you? Their head off. You are able to leap down and immediately cut off this hunter's head. If that's what you nice. want to do. Nice. Nice. You're able to take you're able to take him out however you wish. Yeah, nice. I would prefer to take them out and leave them unconscious but alive. Okay, so you you see Pawn rush down, and you don't even need to roll damage because of the triumph is allowing you to do this. Oh, nice. You see Pawn rush forward towards one of the hunters as he raises his slug thrower rifle, and cuts the rifle um, barrel in half and takes the butt of your lightsaber and you smash it into his face and he falls unconscious. Nice. Nice. Um, The threat, however, is that one of these other hunters is able to take a shot at you. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Definitely different, right? Okay, and this is a medium range, so this is an average difficulty shot for him. Okay. Is it still medium range even though I moved in to engage with one of their allies? It's right next to uh, Oh, short range, sorry. Short so... Range. Easy. So it's an easy difficulty yeah, shot, actually, for him. Thank you. Oh no, that. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I've been through worse. Doesn't he have a disadvantage? It's a long-range weapon? No, <laughs> if you're engaged with him someone trying to use a heavy weapon. Oh, then I got you. Okay. That, then it becomes harder for them. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say disadvantage. More, uh, uh, we call it difficulty. More difficult. Yeah. More difficult. Yeah. 
He failed. Ooh, it failed. A triumph. Nice. But a triumph. Ooh. Yeah, what does that mean? Means a ricochet and hit you in the back of the head. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna say where he's at. He does miss you, but he hits Tarast. Okay. <laughs> oh wow! So I'm like, ha! And I move out of the way, and then right behind me in the background. Tarast. Oh no! <laughs> then roll the damage. So it's. I'm just gonna say it's. Uh, not a critical hit because of the triumph. It's just, it's uh, seven damage towards you. Okay, I have two soak. I have two soaks. So I only take five. Take five wounds from that. As the slu- as wow. as this this slug slams into your shoulder. Okay. How? And your soak never changes. It always stays there. Uh, like that number. I mean, if you get armor and stuff. Okay, so it's almost like your AC. Your base soak is three, and then the clothes you guys are wearing gives you okay. another soak. No, I just so, meant like yeah, when she, got, AC, she yeah. only took four. It doesn't that doesn't go down in this combat? That doesn't go it's down. Like, no. Okay, no. so it's kind of like soak is AC, AC. Yes. Yep. Um, but that's the end of Pawn's turn. So we have the third NP, uh, the third PC slot. I'll go. So, Sorendo will uh, maneuver up. To short range, and I'd like to use, and if you tell me if I can do it or now, my force power talent, enhance. Ooh, not yet. It's not okay. It's not supposed to be yet, but screw it. It makes it more. It makes it more fun. Plus, if there's one character that might have force powers, it's Surrender. <laughs> I'm gonna say not yet, especially because you were going to seek out Ramon. To try to learn, so in the heat of battle, it's harder for you to use this ability right now. Now okay. I want to know what the ability is. <laughs> so yeah, technically, all of your force powers are locked for the moment until we get to a certain point yep. in the game. Point in the story. Uh, I'll take two strain to move up to engage uh, this person here, and picking. Uh, basic lightsaber attack. Alright, this is a average two difficulty. Should the one that I'm next to, I knocked him out so he's not engaged. His token's there, but he's gone in battle. Yeah, there's three left. Three Three left, left, technically. Just checking. I'm just gonna move him up here. Succeeded. Nice. He, with eight damage, with a soak of four, he takes four wounds. He is still up. And the threat is he's going to take a shot at you with his slug thrower rifle. Um, because you are engaged, this is a difficulty three. This is a hard shot for him. Ooh. Ooh, shit. Triumph and success. And a threat. And a triumph. That should be eight damage total. Mm-hmm. Soak of four. Soak of four. So nice. you take four wounds. Yep. The triumph will be a critical injury. There's a specific critical injury table that we're not going to use for this game because it's pretty comprehensive and some ter- some bad things can happen. They have a specific <laughs> one. You lose an arm. <laughs> they have a specific one for this beginner's box game. So I need you to roll me a d4, please. 
Can you roll straight d4s in this? Uh, yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, yeah you, can. you can. I tried to roll a d20. It told me he yelled at me, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> a two. So you suffer a setback dice on your next check. Did you roll the d4? I don't see it. Just probably type it. Yeah, yeah, I typed it. So you, on your next check, um, Sorendo, you ta- you're going to take a setback dice. Which could okay. be right now, because he did receive a threat, which means you can immediately take an attack on him. Oh. Okay. And I get one setback dice. Escalation. Yes. You attacked him, <laughs> he attacked you, you attacked... Slash R, not roll. Slash R space 1d4. Deo. Yep, I haven't done this while, so I'm playing with it. Thank you. <laughs> So I'm just I'm just trying to unwrap the chain of events. So Sorendo jumped down and attacked, which triggered a threat. So he got an attack back, which triggered a threat, which triggers an attack back. Uh-huh. Or in a recursive so infinite threats, loop. threats. It doesn't always have to be an immediate uh-huh. attack. It yeah. could be he suffers strain, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just funny. It's it's, it's kind of up to the it's up to the GM mm-hmm. to decide how to interpret the dice results. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, so you miss, but you do get two advantages. In his kind of maneuver to dodge out of the way of your swing, he um, falls prone. Oh! In front of you. All right. So that is the end of your turn. Yep. So now it is there. Go. There's three left. So this one is going to fire at you. One of them is going to fire at you, Pawn. Little does he know, when I move out of the way, it hits Taras. Uh. (laughs) 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 Again! This is a short range. He succeeded. So you're going to take eight damage. Okay. I have a soak of five. My soak is five, so I actually take three damage. Freaking tanky! Y'all are so tanky. (laughs) All right. And just for my knowledge, how's the damage calculated? Is that based on how many successes or? Yeah, so there's a base number. I don't know why it's not showing up in the thing because I'm I. Yeah, I'm trying to find. I just see damage. It says zero equals. It's on your character sheet. No, no. See it on the use your character sheet. It's not showing up on the rolls for some reason. Oh, okay. So there should be a base damage. There should be a number next to whatever your weapon is okay. under damage, right? Oh yeah. Yep. And then it's plus whatever remaining successes there are. Oh, I got it. So it's an automatic five for me and then plus whatever extra successes. I got yeah. you. Okay. And then the crit number is if you have that many advantages, you can mm-hmm. inflict a critical injury. Got you. Oh, good to know. Thank you. Yep. Uh, that's one of their goes. This guy is going to disengage from you, Torendo. Oh, no, he's, he's, he's prone. Sorry. Is prone a mechanical thing in this game? Uh, it takes a maneuver to get up from, yeah. and I believe you might have uh, like a boost dice your attack with a melee attack um, and a setback dice for a range attack. Um, this guy is going to disengage from you, Surrenda, because you moved up to engage with both of them, and uh, he's going to fire at you, Dow. So you're at medium range still. Yep. Now being being up on the rock and kind of hidden still because i haven't jumped out yet so is there any difficulty on that i'm gonna give him a, i'll give him a setback dice because still have, you have some cover yep 
So yeah, you can maneuver to take cover, which gives the any attack a setback. Okay. So because you were still hidden, he gets the setback dice. Ooh. He still succeeded with two leftover successes, so you're going to take nine damage okay. and reduce that by your soak. Yep, so so you add that many wounds. Five wounds. Damn it. Yep. That is his turn. This guy is going to get up from prone from his maneuver and fire at you, Sorendo. So that is a difficulty three. Oh. oh. He did succeed. So you're going to take nine da- damage reduced by your soak. Four threats. We all get to shoot at him. Go, 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 I don't get to shoot at him. What are you talking about? I guess it should have been two threat before to perform a maneuver. Eh, that's fine. We already did that before. So I'm going to allow... You can immediately perform a bonus maneuver. Sorendo, right now. You can take cover. You can move. You can you can take a defensive stance, although it's the end of their turn. What's using a stem pack? Us- using a stem pack is a maneuver. Yeah. I will definitely use one of those. And then I'll spend the other two is that their the, their next check is going to come with a setback dice. I guess it shouldn't have been an attack, but oh well. Oh well, we already did it. What's my uh what's the stim pack get rid of for? Four wounds, yeah. Hmm. That's their turn. It is now the fourth PC slot. So, now. Deo. Deo. So, uh, and again, just going back to this again, some maneuvers, uh, I know it does everything. That's also movement, right? Yes. You can move, you can take cover, you can, you can usually move from moving from, let's see, let me make sure I'm getting this right. So it takes a single maneuver to move from medium range to short range, right? Okay. It takes two maneuvers to move from long range to medium range, or vice versa. Okay. And it takes one maneuver to go from short range to engaged. Okay, which is perfect. So, okay, so short short range to engage. Need to mark that down. Um, and then so you are you are actually outside the the ruin still. So you would have to go from medium range to short range first. Okay, so that would be two strain. One maneuver. And if you want to go from short range to engage, you can take two strain to do another maneuver. Yep, yeah, that's what I'll do. And then you can spend your action to attack. Yep. Uh, I will attack. Do my what are you attacking with? Just so my uh, walking stick. So I'm a monk, and you just see me kind of take out my walking stick, and I'm just, you know, flipping around my arms, oh. fingers, and I take a shot. You're you're Donnie Yen from Rogue One. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so straight roll, difficulty, leave everything as is, or any changes on the dice? Uh, it's a, no, just an average two difficulty dice. Okay. Fuck. You failed, but you can you can spend an advantage to, yes, reduce the strain. Mm. So that works even like mid-combat or whatever, you can still reduce strain. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Nice. All right. So I like to think... I look good with my stick, but I... Uh, well, no, yeah, I just cut somebody with my lightsaber and smacked him in the face, and then Sorrento's over there doing his awesome lightsaber stuff, and we look at each other and just make eye contact and nod, and then we all look over at Dao, who just walks out and hits him with a stick. And... Yeah. <laughs> Dao, Dao has other abilities, though. 
Where's your Where's your saber, Dow? <laughs> Don't have one. We need to find one for me. This hunter is able to take his slug and throw a rifle and actually block your walking stick. <laughs> so we're now back to the top of the round. So we're back up to the first PC slot. Who would like to go? Uh, I'd like to go again. Yeah. yeah. So I would take aim at this hunter. Because Would this still be considered uh, medium range? Yes. Still considered medium range. And then I would uh, shoot at him again with my blaster pistol. Yeah, because you're on the edge of the ruins. I'm gonna. It's considered medium range. Okay. So that would be, and I get a boost because I aimed. Yes. Okay. So it's an average two difficulty plus the boost. No. You failed, but you do get to spend an advantage to reduce any strain if you'd like. Uh. I mean, it's the only thing you can really use it for. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm gonna do. Oh, actually, can I use this? Can I spend like a? Do I have to use like a maneuver action to spend a strain for another this... maneuver action? Yeah, you would have to. You would have to spend two strain to gain another maneuver. That's okay. I will spend two strains, um, and then use the second maneuver action to take cover. Okay. And then with my advantage die, I'll get we rid of... Strain. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. So that's just four. That's it for my turn. All right. So Tarrasque, blast fire, misses <laughs> the hunter, but they're able to take cover behind some of the large ruins that they're hiding. Right here? Yep. Okay. Yeah. It does. It's all... Oh, yeah. Like It's all um, abstract um, anyway. So gotcha, right, gotcha. right now you're in medium range from okay. where they are. So And you have cover. Okay. So, second PC slot, who would like to go? You mind if I go again, Sorendo? Right. So, I'm within... I, I'm considered short range with all these hunters right now? Yes, you're considered within short range. Because I know that guy did, like, a maneuver, but what was his maneuver? To disengage? He maneuvered to disengage from Sorendo. And what does disengage mean? You... Uh, just uh, literally, to, I think, to move away without, like... I think you. I think they would get an attack if you move without disengaging. An opportunistic attack, if you will. Yes. Okay. If not, I'm. That's how I'm seeing it <laughs> for now. Until I look into it. I will. You know. I see that Sorendo's engaged with one, and I see Dao engaged with one, and I'm just like, you, you got this, and I'll, I'll engage the third one, the one that kind of disengaged away. So I'll use one maneuver to move into range on him, or them, and then I will bring the blade and attack. That's just a regular, normal uh, lightsaber difficulty. Yep. Average difficulty of two. Man. Unfortunately, he's able to just barely move his head back as your lightsaber um, swings out towards him. Failure with no advantages, no triumphs, no nothing. Just a straight sucky time. Yep. All right. But I'm glad that nobody saw that I'm over (laughs) here. Except for Tarast, who's like... Yep. Okay, they saw. They All right. Cover. Yep. All right. Third NPC slot. Who would like to go? I will I go. Can... Yeah. All right. Sorendo. I think I'll use my maneuver to use another stim pack, because I got hurt pretty bad. All right. Go for it. And then I will take my attack with my lightsaber. Okay. Regular, regular everything, right? Yep. Average difficulty. 
So you failed, but you did get two advantages. Yep. So you can either give a boost die to the next attack against the target, or you can immediately have a bonus maneuver without suffering any strain, or you can use that two advantages to reduce two strain. It's up to you. I will reduce the strain. All right, so we can reduce two strain. All right. It is now there. Go. One of these NPCs had a setback dice for something, right? So the way this works, how kind of NPCs and monsters work is there's categories, right? Minions, rivals, and nemesis. Okay. These are minions, so it's kind of like a grouping together. You don't track them individually. Mm-hmm. You track them as a group. Okay. So it's... No matter who you guys are kind of aiming for, once you get above one of their wound thresholds, it reduces one of them from the group. Got it. If they receive a setback dice, it's whoever takes the next attack to receive the setback dice. Yeah, okay. okay. But even within that, like, if one goes prone, you're still tracking that one individually. Yeah, prone. yeah, yeah. For stuff like that, for maneuvers and stuff, but for wound thresholds and setbacks and stuff like that, it's a group. It's a group. All right, good to know. It's cool. They're each going to aim at the targets they're not engaged with. So there's no such thing as, like, because you're in melee attack, right, they have difficulty. It's who they're targeting. But they may get setback dice because you guys are in their face swinging lightsabers and sticks at them. So I think that's appropriate. So the first attack... They're gonna attack you, pawn. Okay. Well, let's let's clarify. They're gonna try. They're <laughs> gonna try to attack. This is an easy difficulty. I'm gonna deflect it at Taras. Taras, get out of the way, because you're gonna get <laughs> shot when he moves. This first attack is gonna have two two setback dice. Two setback dice. Okay. One failure on one of them. Failure. You called it. Failure. There's a triumph in there. A triumph. But there is a triumph. <laughs> Deflected. Somebody's getting, somebody's getting shot. <laughs> it's up covered. <laughs> the rock falls on your head. You're good. <laughs> Harass, I told you to get out of the way. Stop staying where I am. <laughs> so I'm going to say yes. The triumph <laughs> causes it to miss you, Pawn. Doesn't inflict a critical injury, luckily, but it does hit you to rest. <laughs> I'm covered. For seven damage. Oh my god. Does the cover do anything? Uh, cover adds difficulty to hitting you, but once you're hit, uh, okay. it's just your stoke. Woohoo! Uh-oh. <laughs> seven, ten. Okay. <laughs> You'll never hit me! <laughs> Damn it, Bond! <laughs> Taras is back there. Uh, I told you to shut up, Dale! <laughs> I'm Stop telling you know where I'm at! <laughs> I'm trying! Don't ever stand behind him. The second one near Yupon is going to shoot towards Dao. So that's an easy difficulty with one setback because you're in his face. Come on, please fail. He still succeeded. Damn it. Plus, so that's eight damage to you, Dao. Reduced by your soak. Yep. And then the third one engaged with Dao is going to shoot towards you, Sorendo. And I haven't been doing this, but he's going to aim for his maneuver. <laughs> so he takes one setback. It's an av- it's a average of easy difficulty. He takes one setback and one boost. 
aiming. Oh my gosh! Five successes. Oh shit. Uh, so that's twelve damage reduced by your soak. Ouch. <laughs> I'm glad I took those impacts. Oh no shit. He's gonna take a strain, which they don't take strain; they just take wounds, which causes him to fall unconscious just from from taking the aim. I'll say that narratively. Dao, you're able to use this opportunity while his he's concentrating on aiming at uh, aiming at Sorendo. You're able to knock him out with your stick. Nice. So that's that's how I'm going to narrate it. So this one is unconscious as well. Okay. So there's only two left. And those two, since they didn't do maneuvers, are they like running away from us or anything, or guarding, or um, what do you call? I'll say they both took defensive stances. As a maneuver, defensive stance is um, pretty much you get a set. It's like uh, cover. You get a setback dice. Got it. Yeah, I'm gonna say it gives them a setback dice to it. Gives you guys a setback dice to your attacks mm-hmm. with melee attacks, not not range attacks. Uh, that's their turns, though. So now the fourth NPC slot down. Okay, it'll be me. And not NPC PC. Um, hey, just for my notes, I just want to make sure I got this right. Uh, long to medium, you said it was two maneuvers? Two maneuvers, correct. Medium to short is one maneuver, short to melee is one, right? Yes. Okay, just want to confirm I had that right. Okay, so I will maneuver, get a melee. Okay. And I will take a, a stick. Go to work. All right, you will have a difficulty of two with one setback. Yes, and the setback didn't hurt me. Ooh, I got a threat there. So what is your base damage for the stick? Five, so you do six damage. They have a soak of two, four, so they take two wounds. This guy takes two wounds. And you do have a threat in there. So you do suffer one strain. My stick breaks off and hits. It's terrassed in the eye. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you do. You suffer a strain okay, for yes. for uh, maneuver, me maneuvering out. and making this attack. Okay. Perfect. All right. Top of the round again. PC slot number one. Who would like to go? Uh, I can go. Go for it, Terrest. All right. I will. <laughs> this is hilarious. I will aim for this hunter that's right next to Pawn. All right. Um, and then try and hit him with my blaster pistol. Okay, I'll say aiming causes you to come out from the cover. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yep. So cover's not like a one-turn boost. It it lasts as long as you recover. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah. cool. So I'm going to boost die. Kill him, pawn. Woo! Check failed, but I get five advantages. advantages. (laughs) That's a lot of advantages. Okay. um, Let's see what you can do with those five advantages. So your attack wasn't successful, so you can't do a critical injury, though. Mm -hmm. You can spend two two advantages to immediately perform a bonus maneuver without suffering strain. Okay. You can spend two advantage to give a boost die to another to the next attack against a target. Okay. And you can spend one advantage to recover strain. Okay, so that's so that's three three advantage dice for strain. So you can okay, you want to reduce three strain, alright? Okay. 
Oh wait, no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, just two strain, and then I'll use. Yeah, and then um, I will spend the other free maneuver to use a stim pack. Okay, and then you still have one um, one uh, advantage four, left. Six. But you could use to go back into cover if you wanted. No, it, it would take it takes two. Oh, two to go to cover. Two, two to do bonus maneuver. And then I'll do the for my final advantage die. I'll give the boost to the next attack. That takes two as well. Oh, that takes two. Okay. What can I do with the last one? Is you it the strain? strain? Okay. Or I'll... if you'd or if you'd rather have kept one of them, you can put back a strain and get the other advantage back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. No, I I I'd like to reduce the strain. Okay. So reduce another strain by one. Okay. So. Oh. Okay. That's All right. It for my turn. DC slot number two. Because of the way this is playing out, Surrender, I think you should go next. Let's see. Also, just to mix it up and use the mechanic that the game gives us. Is there such thing as um, flanking or anything in Star Wars if you maneuvered? It's kind of open to GM interpretation. Okay. If you guys can make a good enough argument for why you should get boost dice for a situation, right? It, I can decide whether your argument is valid or you're sent to the gulag. Okay. Fair enough. So I got to set back dice because he's taking cover. Because uh, he's guarding. Or defense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Failed, unfortunately. So you have your maneuver still. I'm going to disengage from melee and then I'm going to use two strain to maneuver, maneuver away. Okay. You are now in medium range from them. All right, third PC slot. Dow, why don't you go now and take that guy out? Okay, I will take my stick. (laughs) I'll take my stick. Anything, uh, anything, just straight roll? Two average difficulty of two, so, and then one setback dice because he is in a guarded stance. Gotcha. Come on, please, get a... You fail, but you have an advantage that you can use to reduce strain if you'd like. Yeah. These rolls are not going in your guys' favor right now. It's all right. So it is now the the hunter's turn. This one is going to shoot towards you, Dow. Okay. One of them is. Doesn't really matter which one. This is going to be an easy difficulty. Yes. Fails. They don't really have strain, so they can't really do anything with that advantage. This one near Yudao is actually going to shoot towards Tarast. Oh, no! Who has come out of cover. Oh, oh no. hey, okay. real quick. You know, I didn't take my maneuver, so can I Can I uh, drink a... What do you call Use a stim pack? Yeah. Use a stim pack, yeah. Stimpack. Okay, thanks. Go for it. He's going to <laughs> aim, because I forgot to do that for the other guy. The other guy's okay. going to take another defensive stance for his maneuver. This one's going to aim towards you, Tarast. So it's an a- average difficulty... With uh, one boost because and no setbacks because you're not in cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Failed. Ooh, look at Thank all those you, dice. Jesus. <laughs> but f- four advantages, right? Thank you for the force. <laughs> so he's going to um, be able to immediately spend another maneuver taking a defensive stance, and then spend two maneuvers, another two advantage to give their next attack if they get one, a boost dice. Mm-hmm. And that's their turn. So now we go to the fourth PC slot. Okay. 
Let's go, pawn! So, Hail Mary time, you ready? I would like to use my maneuver to aim. And I want to target to hit a specific item, and I want to target my lightsaber and just cut his blaster. Okay. Alright, so you get your boost dice. You're right. Come on, it says, Well, it says one boost dice to the next combat check or target specific item, I actually take two setback dice, I think. Yeah, so they still they still add those to your yeah. So you add the setback dice because you're uh-huh. targeting a specific item, uh-huh. but you still add your boost dice for aiming. Do you? It's it's not like they they don't cancel each other out. I guess it says it says well it says it says plus one to combat check or two to the next like that's why I wasn't sure if it canceled out. So you're saying I get one boost and two setbacks, and he's a defensive stance, so it's actually three setback dice total. Uh, yes. Okay, that's why I said this is a hail mary. Yep. Come on. You've been okay. rolling good. Come on, Pawn. Get him. All right. I've been tanking for you, Pawn. <laughs> Get him. Here comes a triumph. Yeah! Yay! Ooh! Yes. Six. With two advantages. So I will That's say cool. yes. That's one hell of a Hail Mary. You suddenly arc your lightsaber downwards, mm-hmm. and it slices the slug thrower rifle clean in two. And you have two advantages still. You like whatever you like to use them for. Um, you can you can give the next attack a boost dice. You can perform a, another maneuver. maneuver right. You can reduce strain. I will. I'm going to reduce two strain because I really could use some strain reduction right now. That's fine. So I'm just going to use that for the two strain. But I'm also like as I cut down his blade. Now I'm just I'm trying to stay in his face a little bit and sort of be like like stand down kind of thing. Uh, I don't know if he has any other weapons hidden, so I'm not, like, super... But I'm glad that it works, so that's what I'll do. I'll spend the two advantage to reduce my strain by two, and be happy my Hail Mary worked. Alright, next uh, PC slot. It's like a new round, right? So theoretically, I could go back-to-back in this instant. You could. I don't want to. I want you guys to take the slots to to disable the other guy. That's the cool thing with this system. Right. If you have, if like, let's say, like, you're, you need to activate an item, right? If you have back-to-back piece lease slots like that in the round, mm-hmm. you could have someone run up there and then use the next slot to immediately do the action to activate it, you know? All right. I'll, I'll go ahead because I'm in melee. I'll just go ahead and take a shot at mm-hmm. the guy. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go for this one. Um, is it still setback dice? Is he still... Yes, he was able to use another maneuver to... Take defensive stance. Come on, give me a success finally. So that's a failure, but you have an advantage to reduce the strain if you'd like. Okay, give my strain back down to zero. Listen, you brought a stick to a gunfight. You, <laughs> uh, I'm usually pretty good with the stick. Uh, man, I'm. I, I think I'm rusty. It's the gravity on this. Must point. have been jumping out of that bait our ship, and that my hands are cold from that snow. All right, second PC slot. I think all three of you guys should work to take out that other guy during these slots. I personally would be working to not die <laughs> at the moment. So whoever wants to go right now, you can use your turn however you want. I'm going last. You're going last? Yeah, I mean, my guy has no rifle, so I'm assuming that my, the guy closest oh, yeah. to me can't shoot you, Taras, because I cut his gun in half. He might have another blaster. I don't know. All right, I'm going to, my, my maneuver too, I'm going to do another stim pack, so sorry. Okay. Okay, so he does, Okay. Then make sure you guys are keeping track of how many you're using. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, the guy closest to me shouldn't have a, a long-range rifle, so I think you're safe from him. So if concentrate on the other guy. This one? It doesn't really matter. Yeah, just say that you're 
targeting one of them. Right. One of them has their weapon null, like nullified, I guess. I'll take the one that doesn't have their weapon. Who looks more? Because I feel like it'll. There's a setback either way, though. One of them is injured, but I'll say it's the one near death. Yeah, and and it's also that's the one that shot you twice when he missed. Uh... Yeah, the one near doubt. He's on a defensive stance, right? For melee attacks. For me- melee attacks. Yeah. Okay, but for me, like the range is. A, would this still be considered a medium still range? Still medium range. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay, uh, I'll aim and take a shot at. Okay, that's what I'll do then. I'll aim and shoot my blaster pistol at him. All right, so take a boost die. Pew, pew! Do I get two since it's like two attacks? Oh, wait, no, Dao took the other one. From Pawn? Yeah. I didn't give a boost die. I I reduced range. Ah, okay, gotcha. Never mind. so it's just one boost. Come on. Yes, let's go! That's success. And an advantage. So what's your... um... Uh, six plus. Why is it two? Did I get? Oh, you have two two successes, two successes over. So yeah, that's so that's eight. eight. Yeah, eight so damage. That's four damage after their soak, and there was already a two wounds. So he falls down, dead. Nice. Sweet. And then what can I do for my advantage die? Uh, you can reduce strain. Reduce strain. Um, I will do that. Stop killing them! The boss said alive! If I don't kill them, they'll kill me! <laughs> A guy shot you twice. He deserved it. Good job. We're going to drop out of initiative real quick. Okay. As there's one remaining, and he suddenly turns and flees. And oh, runs boy. through the forest, hollering and yelling. Oh, no. Are we going to chase you him all, or shoot him? Or? You all <laughs> take off in pursuit. Before suddenly, when you only get a few steps in, you all plummet into deep pits. Oh shit. Stone walled chamber with no visible exit. Each of you falls into a separate pit in a spray of snow and gravel. The hunter reappears at the edge of the pits for a moment, boots in derision, and then vanishes. At the end of this encounter, you guys are able to have a chance to recover strain. You guys can recover strain equal to your presence or cool, whichever one is greater. My presence. Either your presence characteristic or your ranks and cool, whichever one has the greater number. So, okay, so your ranks and cool, right? So, so yeah. Yeah, so let's so see, you have three, right? Yep. I have. My ranks and cool is one, but or, my presence or is. Or presence. Two. So, I could so yeah, you'd be able to reduce two strain. Okay, my presence is three. Yeah, whichever number of those is greater, you can reduce that number of strain right now. Oh, I'm good. And can we use, like, a, can I use a stim pack? Uh, yeah, you guys have a moment um, as you guys are sitting in these pits. For, so if you guys want to use any stim packs, you can. I go to my communicator. Or... I, I fell in a pit. I'm here too. Did anyone see the hunter? You all see no obvious way out of your pit. Only some ropes, well out of your reach. With a glowy, silvery shimmer, the gatekeeper appears. Don't bother trying to climb out. The walls are covered in ice and it's just above freezing. That's slick with ice melt. 
No, I'm afraid you'll have to use the Force to have any hope of success here. Which will be quite the interesting test in my perspective. You guys all now have chances to use your Force powers. However you would like to try to get out of these pits. My Force power can't do shit. You never know. So, who would like to go first? Yes, let's go Sal. Sal Rendo. <laughs> Hal Rendo. I should have changed your name. This is, is this your first character that's unnamed Hal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it says I can spend one force point to jump to a location within short range. Yes, yeah, so you're going to use enhance, right? Yep. Okay, so now you need to roll a force dice. So each of you have a rank in force. That is number. That is the number of force die you roll when you're trying to use a force power. You need to have at least enough light side results to satisfy the number of force points needed to use the power. So how many force points is needed to activate this power? One. One. So you need one light-sided force point. Or you can use a dark side point, but you will suffer strain. You also have to use a destiny point to be able to use a dark side point, but we haven't gotten into that section yet, so okay. don't worry about that. But we can use dark force? You can use the dark side. So, Halorendo. Mm-hmm. I'm making that official change right now. Yes. You are now named Halorendo. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to update my thing. I mean, it's just pronounced Hal in a different dialect. It says S-A-R, but you pronounce that as Hal. <laughs> yeah, if you would like to use... Your force power, please roll me a force die. What is a force die? One die. One die? That's it? Yep. Two. Light. You were able to generate two light sides, so you have more than enough as you take a deep breath and meditate and calm yourself and look inward, and you remember all the situations you found yourself back home. How many times have you found yourself in an impossible situation? Defending your sisters. Going through the wilderness. And you know you can do this. And you focus your mind. And you jump. You're able to jump out the pit. Like, all the way out? Like All, all the way out. Oh, nice. He jumps all the way out. Damn. Now... Too bad none of us could see it because we're down in the pit. Yeah. Any Before we get to the rest of the part, <laughs> would anyone like to try anything else? Just to <laughs> be able to use it. He said the rope is far away, like is out of reach. It's barely out of reach, yeah. But you know it's there. All right, well, I will use the force to move that rope down to me. All right, you have move? I do have move. All right, roll so a... I am uh, using the force to get that rope and like just pull it down so I can climb up it. Okay. I got one light. Dale, while your strengths might not be strictly in combat, you know yourself. You know the best way to calm your mind and enter that meditative state. And you are no novice using the force so I would say out of all of you 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 are the most familiar with the ways of the force 
and you reach out and focus and you put your hand up and within a moment you close your eyes and you feel the rope into your hand would anyone like to try anything else all right I'll climb the rope Taras are you doing something you started narrating a minute ago I didn't want to like no 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 okay do you want to try something Taras no I was just wondering about the rope I thought I could get a running jump start and then grab it no 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 it's outside the pit Oh, it's outside the pit. Yeah. Oh no, he um no, Deo already did it. Yeah, I mean you could yeah, move too. I I'm just I'm giving you guys an opportunity to yeah. try it to, to be able to use it to yeah. use the mechanic. Yeah, if you have So moved, we'll say it. that there's another there's another rope there if you want. It's like I'll, we I'll, only get to use the force once, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, how does the force no. pull work? It says like one pull doesn't mean you spend your dice and it's spent. It's not spent. That's how many your rank in the force is how many force dice you get to roll every time you use. Oh. Them. And then while in while we're not in a initiative situation, you guys can keep trying it to do something. But if it were an initiative situation, using the force is usually, I believe, an action. Mm, I see. Okay. Uh yeah, I I'll Use my force power of move to get the other rope. All right. The same exact thing as Dale. So roll me your one force dice, please. One. Oh, it's dark. What does that mean? So that means if you wish, you can use this dark side. You will suffer one strain to use it. Now... Will it be obvious if I use the dark side? You're not sure. Now, yeah. later on in the game, this will have other consequences, oh. right? <laughs> but right now, all it does is cause you to suffer strain. Yeah, I use it. Oh, you're one point closer to the dark side. So once <laughs> we get a destiny pool, right? Destiny pools are shared between us, right? Between me, the GM, and you, the players. To be able to use a dark side dice, you would have to flip a light side to a dark side. That means I get that destiny point later to use for something. You could use it against us. Yeah. But for now, all you all you would have to do is suffer strain. So if it's critical, it may be worth it. If it's not, then it's like yeah. It depends how bad, how badly you want. It depends how badly you want it. And then also, the more you use the dark side, more you the fall. The more you your morality falls, right? Okay. Oh. I see. But it can go like back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, if you okay. use it, then it goes to the light side, correct? Now, yeah. Eventually, not in this game, but eventually, like, if you fall to the dark side, you can no longer use light side force points. You have to use dark side. Oh, okay. If you fall high enough until you redeem yourself, which is very difficult. Okay. So this is the part that I think I was confused on, right? So. On this force dice, there are both light force and dark force on the same dice. Yes. And then you choose if you tap into those or not. Got it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. The destiny dice. There's also blank. There's also blank as well. Yeah. Right. Right. The the destiny thing was what really makes the interesting part of this, right? Mm -hmm. Because using that dark side, now we give the GM advantage later on. Yeah. But this is just an introduction to your force powers. So all you have to do is. So as pawn, or no, yeah, what happened with Teres? It worked. You try to reach out and move this rope using 
the meditations that Romand told you about. Couldn't instruct you on, but told you about in her research. And during that, you remember your times with her. And again, that uncertainty and anguish of whether you made the right decision, the part ways, comes up and you feel the frustration building. And nothing's happening. And then you feel the anger within you welling. The anger at the situation. The anger of being in this pit. The anger of not being able to move this damn rope. And this anger wells up inside of you until it reaches a breaking point. And you grimace and you almost let out a yell. And suddenly, the rope flies into your hand. Pretty easy. And in your head you hear, I am your mother. (laughs) So, Pond, what would you like to do? So here's Pond's thought process. I'm standing at the bottom of this pit. I'm looking up at this impossibly deep pit. And the gatekeeper's standing here telling me to use the force. And I'm like, I don't believe in the force. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. I don't need you. I wave him off, right? And I just look at this impossibly high jump. And I know that I've done impossibly thing impossibly like th- to the normal person it'd be impossible but mm-hmm. i'm not just anyone i am pawn adestis mm-hmm. gravity means nothing to me and so i am going to try my hardest to leap out of this pit force be damned but subconsciously without realizing i'm using the force <laughs> to use, okay to use in him <laughs> i'm going to say this uh, is there a setback dice when rolling? Did you put a setback dice on a force? Why not? Because uh, it's still light. Huh. Interesting. Well, I mean, we could you could include like an athletic roll and then include the force dice and a setback dice or something, right? Yeah, that's actually I think I, that's what I should have done with your jump as well, Serenado, Helendo. But uh, it's okay. You already got up. So yeah, yeah, that's actually how it's supposed to be. Oh, okay. Thank you for reminding me. So yes. You will roll an athletics check uh-huh. with your force dice uh-huh. and a setback. Got it. All right. Let's see what I get. Come on, dark force. Double light. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a set. Man, you've been rolling hot tonight. Today. Hey, listen, I'm Pana Dustis. Uh, that's two successes, two advantages with two light Dang, force. Really so, yes, you don't have any strain because you got, or if you have any strain left, you can reduce the strain. I do. I have two strain left. So you can reduce that by zero and oh, you're able to jump I? out of the stone. Uh, I had one strain left, so now I'm down to zero. And yeah. then whew, land on top of the pit and just be like, is the gatekeeper still at the bottom? No, the, the gatekeeper was up top. Oh, the gatekeeper was up top. Okay. So I land next yeah. to the gatekeeper and say, I don't need the force. Maybe you will discover different in time. And he just smiles, knowing <laughs> that you used the, definitely used the force <laughs> to get out. Right, right. <laughs> and also, maybe is this should have been more than a, a average check. This might check might have needed to be harder, right? Like, I, we did a... No, so the difficulty... Oh, yeah. Um, so maybe the difficulty should have been something impossible, right? Uh, it should have been hard, hard. One more, but it's all right. We already... Yeah, yeah, but but because the four dice would have helped me overcome it anyways, right? Yeah, it should have been it should have been more than an average. It should have been a hard. Yeah, it should have been a three, and then I probably should have upgraded to a challenge because of the ice. Ooh, yep. 
That's very true. That would have been yeah. cool. But you know what? With two force on my dice, I think I would have overcame all of that. Yeah. We'll say, okay. yeah. Yeah, it was a cool I'm starting to get a feel for the system. You would have slipped and you yeah. would have been floating like, oh, shit. How did I do but that? But you all make your way out of these stone pits. And the gatekeeper looks at all of you. Well done. You have all proven quite adept and quite strong in the force. You may be able to accomplish this yet. Not just saving your friend, but saving my valley as well. Perhaps learning something of yourselves in the Force along the way. You continue on this path, there's a bridge. It is being guarded by some of Malifax's hired mercenaries. Across the bridge is the other side of this valley. To the left, you'll find my temple, and hopefully your friend and Malifax. To the right, you'll find a large forest and the village where these, those hunters originally came from. I would ask you all a favor, seeing as you've proven yourself so adept. If you could, try to cleanse some of the dark side influence that has corrupted this valley. It may help you along the way, and it will definitely help these people. In the village, in the center, there is a large crystal that is strong with the Force. With my temple being corrupted... It is also being tainted by the dark side. Malifax has also kept on retainer some bounty hunters that have taken over the village and have taken some of the village's prisoner to bring to the temple as well. Those hunters were originally out searching for those bounty hunters when they came to the village and took over. In the forest, you will find a large tree, ancient, strong in the force has also been corrupted I leave it to you all to choose which site you try to cleanse I can instruct you in the ritual as long as you are clear of mind and pure of heart it should prove no difficulty if you would do that before heading into the temple you would have my utmost thanks and appreciation first you must get across the bridge that's where we're going to end tonight's session. May the Force be with you. <laughs>